0: Good morning. Hey, Sisterhood. This is Cami, a.k.a. Kingdom Fit, and I am here just to share. I, you know, I get so nervous when I start to do this podcast, and I just need to remember, you know what? I'm talking to a friend. I'm talking to my sister in Christ. I am talking to the woman uh, that, that needs to hear this today, and I have such a heart and such a passion and a burning desire in my heart to see women be set free, to see women walk in their calling, um, and to see women empowered by um, the things that God's called you to do. Now, each one of us is created and equipped differently, and that's okay. And that is where we all come together in unity to work together to build something bigger than ourselves. Do you agree? I mean, give me a high five, give me a like, give me a something. I don't even know what you would give me on a podcast, but hey, uh, give me some feedback and let me know how this is helping you. Um, so I want to start today. I've posted a couple um, podcasts in this, um, this community here in Anchor. And I'm still trying to navigate things, still trying to figure out things. But first and foremost, um, I think it'd be really important that you get to know me and I get to know you. And the way that we can do that is obviously you're going to be listening to me. And then how do I get to know you? Well, I'd love to to connect with you in some form or fashion, whether you're locally um, in the St. Peter, St. Charles area in Missouri, or you're um, far away. We can do a video chat. We can go have coffee. We can have conversations and meet together um, because I know a deep desire for all of us is to have connection with one another. So about that, I want to start with a prayer and just open up with an introduction to who I am since I haven't really actually done that and what I hope that this podcast will give to you the value, um, everything in between because, um, you know, I can be all over the place. I've got like this mount this direction of like a squirrel. I got squirrel brain, and you know what? That's okay. Um, Here I am today, and this is what I'm doing. I'm praying for courage. I'm praying that the Lord will speak through me and to you um, through this process. So let's open up with prayer. Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, that you are holy, that you are omnipresent, that you are You have redemption power. We thank you, Father God, that you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. We thank you, Lord, that we glory in tribulation. We thank you, Father God, for your word that tells us that when we uh, go through many trials and tribulations, for it is a testing of our faith to produce a perseverance so that we will lack nothing. Lord, we thank you that your word is truth. We thank you that we can come together in community with Um, just your word, your truth with one another, with witnesses, with um, just the cloud of witnesses that surround us, Lord God, that, that we are not in this alone, that we are in the boat with you, but we are in the boat together. Lord, I thank you for your 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 word. I thank you, Lord, for for everything that you are doing in us and through us. I pray, Lord God, that you would give me the words to speak, the encouragement to give, and just the knowledge of the truth in the midst of our chaos and the midst of, of, of things that are so deep in us that we don't even know Lord God we pray I pray that you just open our hearts um reveal to us Uh, You give us a sound mind because your word says that we have a mind of Christ, that your word says that we are to renew our minds, to be steadfast for the calling uh, to run our race, Lord God. I thank you and I praise you for this sisterhood and this community that is coming together, that is forming together, that you have given us a new territory, new outreach, a new calling, a new pouring out of just abundance of joy, peace, love, and encouragement, Lord. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's start here today. Um, So my background a little bit, um, I could go so far back um, and it started back in 2013 when I was in love with somebody who, um, you know, God bless his soul, but um, he's very controlling. um, He was an alcoholic Um, So many different things. But you know what? Here's the thing. I was so focused on what he was that I never focused on me and all my baggage and all the grace that God's poured out upon me. It was always about somebody else. Somebody else has a problem. Somebody else has done this. Somebody else has caused me this pain. So guess what? In reality, God showed me, hey, Cammie, it's not the addict that's hurting you. It's the addiction that's hurting you. It's the it's the control that you're allowing addiction to have on you. So I know that this is kind of like, you know, if you follow me on Facebook or Instagram, um, you've seen bits and pieces of my story. But now I really feel like, oh my gosh, like the angels have sang and it's like an aha moment. It's like, okay, oh my gosh, I never realized that addiction had such control over me. And I look back at my childhood years and I see that uh, my dad was an addict. Uh, I sought men that were addicts, not purposefully, but I don't know, maybe you're like me and you just feel like you can fix people. And um, all along, it was God that wanted to fix me. So I just have such a heart and such a message that I want to get out and I find myself journaling a lot and I find myself like um you know holding all these things in but I know God wants me to share such things so I I married um so he passed away in 2013 I married the man that I'm now married to now um which he's an amazing man but he too is an addict but here's the thing i didn't know he was an addict when i got married but you know who did god knew but also chris didn't know that i was a mess that i was coming into this marriage you know we both had baggage and you know what? I've got to own my baggage. I've got to own my things. i got to own my life. I can't take responsibility and try to change and fix and manipulate and have power and control over somebody else when there's so many things that God wants to do in me and through me, and he wants to do that in you and through you too, but there might be something in your life that has control over you. And it wasn't until, you know, very recently that I saw that it was revealed to me that addiction had control over me, um, you know, um, and I'm not an addict per se, because the world sees an addict as somebody who does drugs, who's an alcoholic, um, but there's many addicts out there, there's addicts that are, uh, obsessed and, and, um, uh, want control, they want, uh, they, they're they addicted to food, I'm one of them, I was one of them, um, addicted to sugar, addicted to pornography, you know, it's just a matter of what you really want to, if you really want to dig deep into your core, into your being, and allow God to reveal these things to you, so... What is an addiction? An addiction is defined as the fact or condition of being addicted to a popular substance, thing, or activity. How interesting is that, right? Activity or a substance or a thing. So maybe you don't even know that you have an addiction. Um, I surely didn't. I didn't even know that my husband's addiction had power over me. Here I thought I was just being this good old wife and this good Christian girl and you know setting boundaries, learning as I'm go growing and, and just loving unconditionally and just going through all this process of the stuff. You know, and the stuff is what is I don't know, um God can work in that is the stuff. So feel like I'm just going all over the place and I probably am and I hope I haven't lost any listeners and see, I I start to think like, oh my gosh, people aren't listening anymore and we go through these crazy thoughts in our head and then I got to remember to be still and to just trust that, you know, God's called me to do this and I'm not going to do it perfectly and if I'm looking for perfection, I'm going to fall flat on my face that just doing this is me having courage is me stepping out in faith. And Lord, you're going to do the work. Um, You know, sometimes I just... I forget what I was going to say. And, you know, somebody might say, well, you should have, like, an itinerary and, like, what you are going to talk about. And, yeah, that sounds great. Um, but me, um, I'm the type that um, has ADHD. And there's, like, 15 different things right now in front of me that have my attention. And, you know what? Lord's working on me. I'm not perfect. And I'm not trying to be. <sighs> so, let's talk. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about you. Let's not talk about just me, but let's talk about what the Lord wants to do in us. So I fell in love with my husband in 2014, shortly after this man passed away. I ignored everything that came with that uh, death. I don't believe I truly ever really processed that grief. I held on to a lot of things and I held on to Things that were actually out of my control, not even realizing. I put expectations and limits and restrictions on my marriage that I'm in now. Um, And these are things that I'm just walking through and learning right now. So it's not like I've ever really reached this completion or this sanctification. We're constantly, God is constantly sanctifying us, purifying us, and um, reshaping us. So I fell in love with him. Shortly after we started dating for a few months, we got married right off the bat. And after that, um, we got into a fight like one night, and um, it was a bad fight. I said some things to him. Um, I said something along the lines of, um, I was better off when I was single. I can't really remember what the... um, fight was about, but I remember those words because he remembered those words, and those words triggered him to go astray, Um, and this is when God started revealing some things to me about myself and about his addiction and about um, how I needed to allow God to work on him, and I can't tell you how many times I've taken him back. In the sense of, you know, trying to love him more, give him more, um, do for him more, serve for him more. And this whole time, looking back, God's always said to me, it's not him that you need to worry about. It's you that I want. I want your heart. I want all of you. He's got things, you've got things, but I want you. And equally so, God wants to work on him too. But here's the thing that we have to learn when we're in love with an addict. Is that we cannot base our recovery off his or her decision or indecision to get sober. So let me say that again. We cannot base our recovery on whether or not he or she is going to get sober. God wants to work on us individually, and God will work on that other person, but what you need to focus on is you, is you and your recovery, because here's what I can tell you, sister, is that when you start working on your recovery and you allow God to work in your heart and through you, he's going he's gonna to take care of all this other stuff over here, Okay, but the process of trusting a God that you can't see, that's totally hard I and mean, I get that, but so we fall in love, we get in a fight, he goes astray, and I'm just this baby Christian who is just like, Oh my gosh, but if I take you back, I always, always was seeking love in all the wrong places. I was always looking for a man to fill the void, to fill the need, to make me feel like I had worth. And every time a man would walk out on me, cheat on me, betray me, hurt me, dishonor me, or whatever... That would be the moment I felt like I wasn't good enough. And I know there's so many of you out there that feel that way. I'm a mother of four kids by four different fathers. And believe me, sister, when I say I was looking for love in all the wrong places, I'm not saying I was out pouring around. But you know what? I actually was because I wasn't married to any of them. And um, it's okay. It's all okay because... God's put my sin under the cross, over his blood, and I am forgiven. I am chosen. You are forgiven. You are chosen. You are redeemed. You are alive. You are a child of the Most High God. And you are not defined by what others do or don't do. Because the inability for somebody to love you doesn't mean that you're unlovable. Because you are uh, you are tro- totally, completely Lovable, You are his beloved. You are his child. You are his daughter. You are his queen. You are his princess. You are his daughter. And let me tell you this. So through the process of my husband going astray, I was still that baby Christian who just didn't understand why he kept leaving, why he kept choosing drugs over me, why I wasn't good enough. Why couldn't I just be enough. And again, I'll take you back because God continued to show me, I want your heart and I don't know about you. And this is where I'm going to get really vulnerable and tell you some things that I'm not really proud of, but you know what? I know the Lord's working in me and he's changing me. Um, I used to, my words were so, hurtful to people that I loved because you know what I did not realize that what was in my heart was actually coming out of my mouth because God defines our heart as a tree okay and and the fruit of that tree comes out of our mouth so you can definitely tell by somebody's the way that they talk what's in their heart if they talk dirty they've got a dirty heart if they have hurt spewing out of their mouths they are hurt Hurt people hurt people. Heal people heal people. Now, I've had to go through this process and I'm still in this process because I can be so hurt sometimes that, I, and so betrayed that I just want to go cuss out somebody, not somebody, but a somebody, and be so hurtful with my words and call them names and, you know, how could you, why am I, you do this, this is how you make me feel, I'm just this way, I'm just that way. I'm allowing that part of me to come out because I've never dealt with it. I've never dealt with that pain. I've never faced that pain. I've never faced that um, that crippling word and this is what I found out, that the addiction has power over me. Because you know what, it's not necessarily that my husband is, my husband's an addict. He knows that. Um, it's not necessarily that he's the one that's hurting me. It's the addiction that, that yes, he's choosing, but it, it's really complicated and If you're not in a marriage, in a relationship, and if you never dealt with it, then I can't expect you to understand, and this is a judgment-free community, so um, no judgment here. We're not going to cast judgment, and you're not going to show me judgment, and if you do, we know what the Bible says, right? Um, You will be measured to the same. Um, So, it was really difficult to embrace this season of understanding that this addiction has power over me it had power over me for so long and so we get in this fight we get married or we get married we get in this fight he goes astray the Lord's working on me so many different things have taken place and God's told me over and over and over this is the greatest love story of your life and I remember one time that Chris was walking out of the door to go to work and little did I know that that would be the last time that I would see him for a week and I would call, I would text, I would write, I'd beg, I'd plead, I'd threaten, I would um, manipulate, you know, I would throw things out there like, hey, if you don't, then I'm gonna da-da-da-da-da, you know, I don't know, maybe you do these things too. And the Lord, I had to really, something I had to do that helped me along my journey was to saturate, and I literally mean saturate, like breathe, walk, talk, eat every day, scriptures sermons, songs, um, journaling, writing um, prayers, like it, I can't even tell you how many books I have downstairs, notebooks full of journals full of prayers Um, and I just feel like You know, through this whole thing, God's just really taught me to love me, to not be defined by what others do or say. Because you know what? Actually, my husband's actually the greatest encourager in the world. He will definitely always tell me I'm beautiful. He's always so thankful. He's always so gracious. He's always so kind. And he's an amazing man he really is. And but what we see is this person that we're not re- that we really don't even know anymore because that addiction has overcome them. It's overtaken them and it's got control on them. But we're not recognizing that it's actually got control over us because we go into the state of depression why am I not good enough? Because you know what, sister, we don't have a pride problem. We have a problem with feeling like we're good enough and God tells us we're good enough. And that's why it's so important to just take these steps, take these tools with you today and the days ahead to um, understand who you are in Christ. So I literally had to saturate myself daily, nightly, morning, noon, and night with songs of encouragement, songs of praise, songs of worship, um, reading my Bible every single day, getting into His Word so He could reveal His goodness to me, His love to me. Because when you don't really understand who God is, it's really understand to know who you are. So without that peace... I think you're going to continue to struggle, and I continue to struggle, and I still struggle. And like I said, I'm not completely sanctified. We're always going to be going through the sanctification. We're being sanctified, we were sanctified, we are sanctified, and we're continuing to be sanctified. So, you know, tips I can give you to start where you're at with this journey of addiction and what control it's had over you but more importantly, your recovery. Your recovery is defined as a return to normal state of health, mind, and strength. The action or process of regaining possession or control of something stolen or lost because that's what we want. We want recovery for ourselves. Yes, we want recovery for the addict, but you know what? Each one of us has to go through our process of recovery on our own. And do we have to do it alone? No. We can invite people in. We can bring a sisterhood in, a community in. And that is what is powerful. Where two or more are gathered in his name, there he is. We iron sharpens iron so that we get stronger together. Sharing our stories, sharing our struggles, sharing our testimonies. Because there's something for everybody here. Whether you're the addict or the one um, in love with the addict. Because it's hard. But you know what? There's joy. There's new beginnings. There's there's a way to allow this season in your life to work for you. To benefit you. Because you know what? Without all this stuff of addiction, I would have never found myself. I would have never known myself. I would have never... Um, known the Lord the way that I know Him. So, I am thanking addiction today. I am thanking addiction for all that it's given me. All that it's giving back to me. Because I'm going to take back that power. I'm going to take back that control. And I'm going to take back possession of that thing that was lost and stolen because of this evil word, addiction. But you know what? Where I am weak, He is made strong. And you know what? I know that you too um, can... Go on your journey to freedom through your own recovery process. So stay tuned for more tips. And like I said, um, I'm here to help, encourage, inspire, and help you become kingdom fit. Because it all works together for the good of those that are called according to His plan, according to His purpose. And you may not see it right now. You might be so hurt and so broken from all of the things that you've allowed into your life but you know what sister you can take ownership of that and you can own that and you can stop allowing addiction to be your excuse of or or your reason why you lay in bed all day because it hurts so bad because they lied to you they hurt you they cheated on you they, they 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 made you feel this way you get to take back control you get to take back and return back to a normal state of health mind and strength because that is what recovery is and recovery may look different for you, but start the process today. Get in His Word. Turn on some music. Praise God in this storm. Praise God in this season, and give Him the honor and the glory, and thank the Lord for giving you such an incredible testimony because he's gonna use this. He's gonna use this season in your life to bring about awareness to other women who are dealing with the same thing. Because you know what? I can't reach the world. We can reach the world. And we can reach the world through sharing and and sharing our story, sharing our testimony. In Revelation, it talks about they overcame by the word of their testimony. So let your testimony, let your words be kind and sweet, speak truth and not and not lies. You have a recovery process that you've got to go through, and guess what? You're going to start planting those seeds and planting those good seeds to come up out of the ground to be a beautiful ray of light, a beautiful flower, a beautiful prize possession that God calls you his daughter because we can go into planting a garden planting these seeds so you never see the work being done in the dirt there might be a lot of dirt that you got to go through but through that dirt and continuing to plant a water the seed each and every day you read your bible you get up you make a list to do for you to do for you, whether that's go on a walk, go on a jog, join a gym, get with a sister, have coffee, exercise your mind, your body, and your spirit, because those three things matter. So I'm going to close this episode today. I thank you so much for listening and I cannot wait to share so many more things with you. You have a wonderful day. God bless you. Lord, I pray that you bless this woman, these women that are touching that, uh, listening to this podcast. I pray Lord God that you continue to give them strength and encouragement to seek out their own salvation with fear and trembling of the Lord. And I pray Lord God that they would renew their minds as they read your word because you say in your word do not be conformed to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we are holy and complete without lacking anything lord we thank you and we praise you and may you sister start your journey to recovery the journey to freedom in jesus name amen